welcome to the Direct Sellers Podcast, the podcast for direct sellers who are ready to get uncomfortable, build their business, and grow a team while changing the face of the direct sales industry. I'm your host, Rachel Perry. Join me as we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious direct sales booty. From overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the exact strategies you need to attract the right people who become customers and beg to join your team. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life and kids while building your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, a good set of fake eyelashes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. I am looking forward to talking about today's topic because I think it's a long time coming and I hear a lot of direct sellers come up with reasons why things aren't working. And in my experience, the issue is a much deeper issue than the reasons we come up with. Let me explain. Let's go ahead, dive in, get started, (laughs) and dig in deep to what is holding you back in your business. I, I, I laugh at this because... There have been so many times that I use excuses without even realizing they're excuses. I've done a lot of reflecting recently, and I think it's because we're coming up on the end of the year and I've looked back at my goals, my 2022 goals. And guys, I didn't, I mean, we'll talk more about this in another episode, but I did not reach many of my goals. I did not. And there's some, there's a piece that comes with that that's, I mean, a little bit of disappointment, although, you know, this year has been a big growth year for me. I find myself when I don't reach things or when things don't work out, sometimes it's easy to fall into the trap of blaming other things, blaming other people, blaming the si- other situations, when sometimes it really just does sit with us. So here are some What I want to talk about today are some examples of what I hear direct sellers telling me about why their business isn't where they want it to be. And a lot of this is blame. And and I don't mean this in a a negative way, but a lot of people, direct sellers, end up using these excuses as a way to justify staying comfortable. We've talked about this so much. Your brain wants to keep you safe. Your brain wants to be right. And we hide, I think it's human nature to hide behind the easy things. We hide, we we hide so much from getting uncomfortable. In fact, we sometimes trick ourselves into believing that we're getting uncomfortable when really we're not. So here's an example that I hear a lot. I've tried everything and my business just isn't. It's not where I want it to be. And I've tried everything. I don't know what the problem is. I've literally tried everything. Or I've asked everyone. I've asked everyone. And, you know, it's just, it's not working. And so I would venture to say, you probably haven't tried everything, right? You probably haven't tried everything, but it's an easy out for you. It's an easy out. It gives you an excuse to kind of back off and go, oh, well, you know what? I've tried everything and 
and nothing's working. That is an excuse to, that you allow yourself to say, to use, so that you can just kind of back off and save face, right? So that you're like, well, I mean, I did it. I did what I could. But no, you didn't. I bet if you were to list out everything you did, you'd realize there are still things left that you haven't tried. And I want you to be, I don't know what the analogy would be, but I don't want you to give up. I don't want you to just let that be an excuse because my friend, you have not tried everything. Okay. Here's another, another excuse that I hear from a lot of direct sellers. And that is nobody's interested. Like nobody wants to buy. Nobody wants to join my team. Nobody uh, really wants to buy. So my question to you is, number one, who have you been asking? If you've just been asking your family and friends, there's a good chance that you are right. They are not interested in buying a product or joining your team because they are not your ideal customer, right? But I want you to think about who is your ideal customer and I want you to do that work, figure out who, you, who you're speaking to and then show up as that person. You have something to offer. You have a solution to a problem, whether it be your product or whether it be the business. You're going to hear from someone that I interviewed uh, just today. She's coming on the podcast next week. And she talked a lot about how you need to take it from your mind. Like, I need to, I want to get more people buy my product or I want to grow my team to like it being in your heart. How can you serve them? What is this opportunity going to give them? How is it going to change their lives? How is it going to solve the problems they have in their life? Like you've got to really feel it here, okay? So when you say nobody's interested, who are you asking? And are you asking the right people? I would venture to say you're not asking the right people and you might be up here in your head rather than here in your heart. It's about serving. It's about giving solutions. It's about helping other people. When you keep saying things like nobody's interested, that makes it about you. And it's not about you. You're not asking the right people. You've got to ask the right people. And the way you do that is to be sharing these solutions. And when I say solutions to the problem, I'm not saying sell, sell, sell. I'm not saying, well, I have this, you, you have a problem. You don't have anything to write with. Well, I sell these pens and they are amazing. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what, how can you help your ideal customer with some of the issues that they have? For example, maybe your ideal customer is a busy mom of young kids. Well, what are some of the issues? Maybe you sell organizational supplies. What other issues do they have? They probably feel like their life is a little chaotic. Uh, They probably struggle to get dinner on the table. Why not come up with real life solutions to their problems? Because that's going to build your no like, and trust factor. And eventually you're going to get customers. Eventually people are going to want to join your team because you are sharing, you are giving, offering them solutions to their problems. Okay. And oftentimes if they are struggling, they might be needing an extra stream of income. Maybe they need to buy your product, but you won't know if you don't ask the right people, okay? We hide behind the excuse that nobody is interested because we don't want to ask. We're afraid to ask. We don't want the rejection. We don't want to fail. We don't want to get uncomfortable because frankly, being uncomfortable is really uncomfortable and who wants to be uncomfortable, right? Here's another um, excuse that people, direct sellers hide behind. And that is my company. I don't know what's going on with my company right now, but I don't like it. I don't like it. They're making changes and I don't like it. 
We got a new, we have new CEO. I don't like her. We have a new, um, new catalog. I don't like it. They've changed our comp program. I don't like it. Okay. Guess what? Things change. Things change. Things are going to change because that's life. It is not your company's fault for your business. Okay. As long as they are fulfilling, as long as they're fulfilling your pro- like you, people are ordering products and they're fulfilling them, as long as they are doing what they told you they would do, there's nothing wrong with the company. It's you. Do you necessarily like the change that has happened within the home office? Maybe not. Do you like the new catalog? Maybe not. Do you like the new products that have come out? Maybe not. That doesn't mean it's their fault for you not being successful because you are the business. You sell and you offer this company uh, or this business opportunity to other people, but that's, that's you. It comes back to you. This is your business, okay? So yeah, there are going to be things that change. There were things when I was in building my direct sales business that I did not like. I was not happy with that. I was like, why can they not get online? Why can we not do Facebook parties? Because this was a long time ago. You know, why don't we have online catalogs? That is not the reason I, if when I had problems or struggles in my business, that is not the reason I had struggles in my business. Okay. It wasn't because we didn't have an online catalog (laughs) at the time. Okay. No, that was not why. It was because I wasn't doing the work. It's because I was looking for reasons as to why it wouldn't work. You guys, that is huge. You've got to recognize that. And yes, there are going to be times when you're very frustrated with the company. And you're like, all right, I'm out of here because like this, I'm not feeling this. And that's okay. But don't make the mistake of blaming your company for things that you're not doing. I really want you to use this episode as an opportunity to do some self-reflection. I've been doing a lot of self-reflection and I think it is so important. And so often we are not in touch with ourselves. We're not in touch with the reality. We, we blame, like I said, we blame other people. We tell ourselves stories. Guys, there's so much power in recognizing where you fall short because we all fall short. Nobody is perfect. And this is not an an opportunity for you to, I don't want you to hear that I'm saying, so you're the problem and then fall on that sword and be like, well, I suck. There's no hope for me. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is take responsibility for your actions or lack of actions. And I am telling myself the same thing here. I had this group that I was a part of that I was paying. And at one point I found myself saying, well, this was a waste of money. This was a waste of money because I didn't get anything from it. Okay, Rachel. Um, I stopped myself right there. You know why? It is not that program's responsibility to give me value. It's my responsibility to get value out of what I paid for. Okay? And I did. When I reframed it like that, I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much content here. I just haven't been taking advantage of it. And then things changed. It wasn't the program's fault. It was my fault, right? We've got to look at that. It's not other people's faults. It's not, it's, we've got to take responsibility for our actions. Here's another one I hear, and this is the last one I'll talk about today. I hear this a lot. Well, my upline sucks. Like my upline, she sucks. Or my upline quit. So 
she just left me and now my business is awful. Or my upline, she literally doesn't even talk to me. Like she doesn't like me. Whatever it is about your upline. Guess what? Then it's your responsibility to find training to get help in other areas, whether it be reaching within, uh, reaching out within your company or reaching outside of your company. I mean, you're kind of doing it right now, listening to this podcast episode, right? You are your own person. You are the boss. You are the boss. You make the decisions. Imagine for a second, if you, ha- if you worked for someone, and I'm sure some of you probably have had this situation, or maybe you're in this situation where your boss doesn't take responsibility, blames everybody else for all the mistakes. That's not going to be a super successful business, right? No, because the business, the boss at some point has to take responsibility. Here's something uh, that I've had to take responsibility over recently. Team Rachel. When things don't get done on Team Rachel or when there are mistakes, most of the time, it's me. That's a really hard pill to swallow. I want to say, oh, so-and-so didn't do this or oh, I wish they'd done this. They didn't do this right. I mean, really, I don't say that very often because I've got a really great team. Um, but it's easy to want to fall into that, right? But the reality is it probably falls on me. Maybe I didn't communicate clearly enough as effectively as I should have if there was a problem. It's usually me, okay? And that is, like I said, that's a hard pill to swallow because we don't want to be the problem. We don't want to be the reason things aren't going well. We don't want to be the reason our business is stuck. We don't want to be the reason. No, it's so much easier if it's somebody else that's the problem, right? But friends, much of the time, we are the problem. We are the problem. The moment you're able to flip a switch and recognize that maybe you are the problem or you are getting in the way and it's not everybody else, there's some real healing that can take place and your business can turn around. Let me give you an example. This is more of a personal uh, example, but it has to do with marriage. (laughs) Okay. So many good examples come from being married. After 25 years, let me tell you, we got a lot of them. But, you know, Mark and I were kind of at each other's throats and just, just not getting along. I don't even remember when this was, years ago. And I just remember being so frustrated with him. And I was like, oh, he doesn't do this and he doesn't do this and he doesn't do this in my head. Right. And I am just, so I am just, making everything worse. This is the reason that whatever is happening. Oh, it's all his fault. He doesn't do anything. I do everything. I am always, you know, doing everything and he isn't. That's literally, those are the stories that I told myself over and over and over again. It's the same story, right? I just use different words. He doesn't do anything. (laughs) He doesn't do enough. I do it all, right? Then one day I was folding laundry. And of course, when we're in this space of blame, we're pissed and we're not happy and we are not aligned and we are not feeling good. We are not showing up to life and business with a good attitude. But anyway, I was folding laundry one day and I suddenly, and I feel like it was God being like, Rach, you got to take responsibility for your actions too. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. I do. Because it's not just Mark. It's probably mostly me. Now, I didn't go and go, you know what, Mark? I'm so sorry. I'm the problem here. But here's what I did do. I said, Mark, you know what? Actually, I kind of did say that. I said, I am sorry. I'm sorry for blaming you for everything. I'm sorry that I lose my temper. I'm sorry. I don't even remember what I was sorry for, but I was I was really honest because I had made so many mistakes. I had said terrible things, I'm sure. And I needed to take responsibility for my actions. Now, of course, it takes two, right, in a marriage. So obviously there were things that he was doing as well. But I will tell you, the moment I recognized my fault and took responsibility for my part in it, things changed. Massive things changed. Walls came down. And I think that is what is so important to remember when it comes to your business, okay? Don't blame other people or other situations. Don't lie to yourself and say you've tried everything and you've asked everyone because that's not true. Be honest with yourself. Take responsibility and recognize that we all make mistakes. We're all going to fail. We're all going to be the toxic people in our relationships, in our businesses. We're going to do that. What matters is, do you recognize it? And when you recognize it, what do you do with that? So that's my challenge to you this week, is to really look at yourself and ask yourself, am I blaming other people? Am I taking myself out of the equation? Am I trying to do the easy, take the easy route and then blame situations or others for my lack of results? That is my challenge to you this week. Do some self-reflection. And be honest and be real and know that there is so much hope. There is so much hope and you have a higher purpose. You are meant for more. That more starts with you. Friend, I hope you have an incredible rest of the week. And I look forward to being here next week for another episode of the Direct Sellers Podcast. Until then, my friends, take care. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's episode and think your downline, upline, or even your sideline might benefit from it, or even the podcast, send them a link, share this episode, or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I'd truly be so honored. And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on the gram, where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life